I found it. Pandora's book. All of its power. All of its fables are mine. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Pandora Fables Podcast, where we aim to provide you with new and interesting stories. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Pandora's Fables. I hope you're all enjoying the new year and some of the new things. This is a rather unique episode because it's not a horror or a thriller. This was the first story I ever had recorded for this podcast about two years ago. I really hope you all enjoy it. It's on the lighter side of things. Also, Please stay tuned after this episode because I have a few announcements that I would really like to get out there. But that's enough about that. Let me tell you a story. It was a day like any day, which was always the best type of day because it means it would be a wonderful day. With me, a child sat who I shared some blood relationships with, yet I don't recall just how this could be. For my brother remained unmarried, and I lost contact with my sister many years ago. But for the sake of moving things along, I shall call him Cousin. He was a small thing between the age of knowing too much about the world and knowing nothing. We sat quietly for a minute before he finally spoke. Tell me a story. Such a bold request, but it was followed by the most careful of words. Not just any story, but a story full of the stuff that makes life, he said. The stuff that makes life, I replied, puzzled because I was led to believe that everything is part of life. Was there some new formula that I missed out on? He grinned with pride at me, the grin you give someone you have outwitted. I know that grin because I am normally the one giving it out. You know, a story of love, of pain, of defeat. He stared at me as if he was looking through me, as if he was speaking to the talent of a writer who could make such a thing. A victory, the stuff that makes life. Ah, the noise left my lips as though I knew what he meant. It masked my puzzled mind, but do these things truly define life? If so, I surely have been living life wrong. To make matters worse, I never knew I was able to make a story of life. At least, not these types of lives. With a soft cuff to clear my throat, like the professionals do, I said with great excitement, All right, shall we begin? Silence went again as he stared at me. Another cough, which was a sign of true talent to give the listeners two well-placed cuffs. Once upon a time, I started. No, 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 he cried. That's not a story full of the stuff of life. That's not a story full of the stuff of life. That's... that's... His eyes closed as if the right words were painted on his eyelids. That's a lie. A fable. Make-believe. I sat, shocked. Not at the fact that he cut me off before I even started. Which is rude to do after such a professional cough, mind you. 
But that child, that was young enough to watch cartoons, but not yet old enough to be seen as strange for doing so. A lie? I replied, puzzled once more. I'm no baby. I know of life. I know of the stuff in it. I have had enough birthdays to fill a hand, and then enough to almost complete the next, he explained. No lies. Life is not a lie. We are alive, right? Meaning life is no lie. Such reasoning I would expect from a man in some seat of power, but not of him. Once upon a time, he said mocking my voice, which I found rude, because though I do sound like that, I did cough after all, and that makes it more reasonable. Is for lies! I closed my eyes and nodded softly to his argument. I didn't know why, because this was what my father did any time my mother would act similar to him. As my eyes opened, he stood there with a grin of victory, which means my father was a genius among men. With a slight cough, which was far less demanding as before I spoke, all right, I shall tell you a story of truth. A story full of the stuff of life. He sat down with a grin that would make most women slap him if he was only a few months older. There was once a man who had no name. For lack of better choice, he forgot it at birth. Though he was nameless, everyone called him Tony. Tony was the man of action. Though he was too shy to do much on his own, Tony was a smart man. Once, he was able to count all of the people within one room with a single glance. A feat that many couldn't do, much less count all four legs and arms as well. As Tony made his daily round, he was an important man after all his eyes fell upon a beautiful young lady. She was a woman of pure beauty to the right eye. She had the most beautiful voice, which is why she never spoke. When Tony laid eyes on her, and heard her sweet, sweet voice. It was true love. The next month was full of things of life, as some would say. They would dance and sing together until one day they married. Which was of course a strange sight to behold, to see a man marry such a woman. One day, as the hours grew dark and the clouds became stars, the woman stared at Tony with eyes of love. Oh honey, she spoke softly. What is your name? She asked with a smile, which some may call strange to marry and not even know a name. But she would never say that. In fact, she would never say anything. He stared at her with eyes of joy and happiness. Oh my, with such delight and joy, he said. I forgot it. And so they sat madly in love. As they kissed, people only stopped and stared at the beauty. Some would whisper, like people do, of course, is he mad? For dear Tony sat with his wife. For dear Tony sat alone with his wife. For she was indeed beautiful to the right eyes. His eyes. For she would never dare speak for others to hear. For she couldn't do such a thing. For the beauty of her voice was only for him. For dear Tony, the man with no name. Who once counted a room of four with just a single glance sat alone with his wife. Someone so beautiful, someone so wonderful that only the man with no name shall see her. For in a life such as this, one only need the stuff of life. The end. He sat silent for a second, his eyes locked on me. But, he started, what happens to Tony and his wife? How can it end so suddenly? He questioned. 
How can they marry if she doesn't even know his name? Why can't she speak to others but can speak to him? Do you know this man? I sat silently with my eyes closed, nodded slowly. I must thank my father someday for this gift. With a soft cough, he fell quiet. All of this can be answered simply with one word. What is it? He demanded. The story is a lie. Dear Tony's wife can only be seen by dear Tony, for she is a lie made up by his mind. I started. The story is simply a lie. You cheated. You were supposed to tell me a story of the stuff of life, not a lie, he cried. I offered him only the most caring of smiles as I spoke. But that is life. How is life a lie? he asked. For every day as we wake up, we tell ourselves of some grand design we shall achieve, which ends up as a lie. For we dream larger than life can allow, which is fine. Lies are not black and white. Tony didn't care, for to him, the lie was real. To me, one day I shall marry Rich. Is that a lie? Most likely, but it's a lie that makes me smile, I said softly. Our destiny is set, and no matter how hard we try, we can never change it. That is a lie, for life is whatever we so dream, for we are all kings and queens. But if life is a lie, then we're not kings and queens. Then we're failures. He questioned with a look that shows his age. I laughed softly as I stared at him. We are failures? But how can that be? if life is a lie. He stared, puzzled, and I only laughed, because that was enough to confuse a child old enough to fill one hand and half the other. And that small bit of joy is the stuff of life. Well then, I hope you all enjoyed that story and the new music playing along with it. It's not that new to me, but this is the first time it appeared on this podcast. I just want to say, it's actually part of the update too, that a lot of work goes into making this podcast. It's not just paying different voice actors to read something I wrote. It's a lot of details and trying to fine-tune. I probably have over 20 different short stories that just didn't make the cut of something that I approve of releasing for you all. Another thing, uh, I make custom music for this podcast. Isaac is amazing and he's been a huge help making all the custom tracks you'll be hearing from the intro the outro and the songs playing during the actual episode and that brings me on to my next point i think i want to put all these songs together in an album for you guys and release them for download i haven't really worked out exactly when i'll get around to doing this but I know I want to because sometimes I take these awesome songs that you hear and I pass them along to singers and well they make some pretty amazing songs with them but that's enough for now 
trust me a lot is still on the way for this podcast and i really thank everyone that takes the time to listen to it another thing before i let you go i am gonna try to do a two episode a month release the first episode which will release kind of close to the beginning of the month will be a lot shorter than the second one i want the first one to be kind of like poems or even in the future i want the first episode to be something that you guys sent in the second one will be our regular scheduled program but that's enough please if you enjoyed this podcast or have anything to say leave a comment rate even the negative feedback will just help me improve and show me what I need to work on. And if you can't take the time to do that, well, just tell a friend about the podcast. Every little bit helps, and I'm so grateful for for you just being here and listening to this. Now then, I'm gonna let you go, but. I hope you're enjoying the new year, and I hope these new fables will bring you great cheer.